0: Hello, everyone. It's Hannah Nieves here of the HN House podcast. And today we have the beautiful Victoria Washington here. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. Like we were just saying, it's been a long time coming and I'm so excited to see what comes through.
0: We've been in the same space for such a while and I'm really excited for this conversation. But like before we start too, I just would love to know and just share a little bit about your story. First off, I just love everything that you put out, and I can just mm-hmm. feel your energy in your content too. So I'm just really excited to hear like the back end of how you've really built this empire.
1: I love that. Well, I get this is the first question that many people ask. So I always feel into where God wants me to start the story because there's been so many evolutions and chapters. But I came from a corporate background where Things were incredibly structured and I was on a path that was going to lead me to a high-end management position, a cozy, cozy life in Chicago. And I decided to take a turn and pivot my mm-hmm. entire life. And I moved across the country to San Diego. I've been here wow. for four years now. And I started my business from the ground up. I had $400 to my name we've gone through bankruptcy to, uh, wow. to so many different evolutions and chapters. And I, I stand here today with a, a deep understanding that all of our limitations are really pathways to our our deepest success and our richest success. And so I always refer to it as the rapture to riches story versus mm-hmm. the rags to riches. And today, I run a membership, the House of We, House of Wealth Embodiment, and the CEO and founder of a practice called Wealth Embodiment Flow. We support entrepreneurs, women of all walks of life, and building a wealth identity. And we've just crossed a million-dollar milestone. We're starting to spread our wings and do live events. And so the business has taken on this whole life of its own. And there's now just a village of humans who represent it with me. And that's where we are today.
0: Mm. I love that. And I can resonate with you so, so much just going from, you know, trials and tribulations to now like having this business. I feel like we all find each other, which is pretty wild. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you talk a lot about embodied leadership, um, entrepreneurship, and just really speaking in your authentic truth, which I think is so beautiful. And again, like talking about your audience, like you have one of the most beautifully engaged communities like I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I see, you know, like your membership, when you share posts on social, which is just incredible. And I feel like this is like the topic that a lot of people are so curious on, you know, like how do you build this community that's like anchored on this miss- this mission, but like, do you have any tips or recommendations because you've just done it so beautifully?
1: first of all, thank you. That is the best reflection ever because I used to think that being in a seat of success meant being alone. I used to Mm. think that you had to keep this barrier between you and your community to protect your energy and make sure that you didn't burn out. And we hear those narratives all the time. And I remember when I made the choice to shift that and really understand that my work, Mm -hmm expands me. My vitality continuously increases my capacity to hold more richness, more depth, more intimacy Mm. continues to evolve with my leadership. And one of the practices that I use to move through that is really distinctly understanding is that my true authentic thought, or did I borrow that because all the other successful people I I saw were Mm -hmm. afraid of that. And it's something to look out for in our industry specifically, because we'll often fall into the cycle of, well, if she went through that, that, that to get to this, this, and this, then I'll have to do that too. And we end up actually taking a path of resistance that wasn't even designed for us. And I made that shift. I, I made it so that I could hold the masses. I knew that I wanted my brand to reach the masses. I had to get really clear that I was one for many, not one for one. Mm -hmm. I had to get clear that God wanted to multiply Mm -hmm. through me. And with that declaration came the vitality to hold it. And as I journeyed into creating the community, I made a second distinct shift, which I'll invite anybody listening Mm -hmm. is understanding the difference between vulnerability and intimacy. Vulnerability is the energy of, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you a story that you will relate to that will have you feel like, okay, you can, you know, trust me. And I, we've been, we've seen some of the same life. So I I get you, you're part of my soul family, but intimacy happens on a much smaller scale. And it happens in those little moments of how much you're willing to expose yourself. And even in vulnerability, there can be an air of performance. There can be an air of, let me craft this story to evoke something. And that's helpful in marketing. And we're Mm -hmm. all going to use that because it's just part of how we put things together. But I think that intimacy is much more risky. I think it's much more exposing. And it's why I believe my community feels so connected is because I intimately engage with them without having to physically be there to tell them this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. They can feel me in the way I speak. I make powerful eye contact. You know, all those things are set up so that they feel like they're in an intimate space with me versus just watching Mm -hmm. me be vulnerable, which is a completely different
0: experience. That was such a good distinction. The difference between watching versus being, because I get that too, when I'm reading your content, seeing you on stories too. It's like when I, when I read your posts, like there's so much depth to them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have to say like, it's so, so beautifully done as well. And one thing that caught, caught my eye too, with when you're talking about energy and like holding it for the masses, I feel like this also comes up a lot. How do you how do you like I don't want to say protect your energy, but how mm-hmm. yeah, how do you protect your energy? How do you preserve your energy to be able to support like a community of that size? Like your membership, what has a few hundred people in it at this point?
1: 450 now, which is amazing. Oh. <laughs> like
0: and amazing.
1: I never I knew I wanted that to be the case, but we projected that in three years. It happened in 12 months. We're like, whoa, this is wow. growing so fast, it's rapidly become the go-to space for women to embark on their financial transformation journey. And I told my team, we have to go from managing the community to Mm. directing and holding them. So notice in your body, the feeling of having to manage 450 people versus hold. So I get to stay steady. I get to stay in my anchored leadership and I get to stay in the, the connection with the vision and the path forward, but I cannot manage every single perception and every single person's journey. That's their Mm -hmm. job. So right off the bat, when I open up the membership doors and even in my online space through Mm -hmm. social media, I always reset the space so that the people who are coming into my world are directing themselves. They're, they're giving themselves permission. It's really not me. And I set that standard by simply saying this whole thing that we're doing is going to mean so much more when you can look in the mirror and say, thank you to you. Not me. Mm. I'm not here to bring you to your knees. That's God and you queen. And I'm just going to facilitate however I can to make sure that the breakthrough is in the room, but you get to grab it and create it. So I'll I'll Mm. use phrases like create your breakthrough. I I evoke and invite them into revving up their own engine. So they're not using my vitality to transform. They're they're learning how Mm. to use theirs. So there's some exercises, some words, your body language that you can use to set your spaces up to hold them versus manage them.
0: Mm-hmm. That was so beautifully said, which I feel like ties a lot into leadership, mm-hmm. um, which you talk a lot about. And, you know, something that I see a lot in like the online space more specifically is almost like this codependency that starts to happen between the mentor and the client and i thought that was really beautifully said like do you have any recommendations for like people who are listening in who are you know in the, say earlier stages all the way up to the advanced stages that might even be experiencing this right now like what are some ways to really show up as that leader and also not create that dependency as well
1: Mm -hmm. This is so important for anybody that's scaling anybody that wants to expand their impact their global reach because you're going to reach a lot of people through social media through your marketing, but are you accessing people are you actually able to make that connection and oftentimes i'll hear entrepreneurs say you know i'm i'm afraid of getting burned out or they start to feel that edge of that peak and they kind of die off so there's that roller coaster experience yeah. which i invite us all to unsubscribe to let's unsubscribe from from the entrepreneurial journey needing to be this roller coaster because we've created a subconscious narrative that i win a prize at the end of the ride and you just don't <laughs> it mm-hmm. doesn't get <laughs> I don't believe that entrepreneurship gets gets any is ever going to be easy, but I believe that it gets easier the more you know yourself and the more that you understand why you're doing what you're doing. So mm-hmm. that's the first prompt. Why are you one-on-one coaching? Why are you leading groups? And mm-hmm. if you were completely untethered from anybody's projections and from any needing to serve anybody but your soul's highest mission, yeah. how would you set your spaces up? So for me, when I asked this question, my one-on-one was feeling really draining and I was doing video calls with everyone. And it was mm-hmm. like video calls and homework and then Voxer. And it was just like, I was like holding their hand through the whole thing. And yeah. then I made the shift to phone calls. So now we, I do a phone call. I, I need to move my body because it helps me connect with them and stay focused all I need to hear is her voice. I can feel in her tone. I can feel in her, the way that she's saying something where her head is going. It's just how my body interprets hers. I don't need video. I don't have homework for her. That's up to her. And we're going to break through on the call. She's going to move. And I had so much more energy to take on not only more clients, but to increase the, the, the potency of the space. But I thought for such a long time that I had to do it this way because everybody else was doing it that way. And they thought it was more valuable to see me. So I had to rework my containers. And of course, you'll lose some people and some people will be excited. In fact, all Mm -hmm. of my clients just were like, great. I I don't need to see you either. I want to walk around too. Wait, I want to lay in bed. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, let's just, (laughs) why are we sitting here rigid when we want to do these other things? So first things first, why are you doing what you're doing? really tap into why the container exists. How do you want it to be set up mm-hmm. and then put yourself in the client seat with that setup? How does it feel? Wow. I actually I feel that. like she has more time. I have mm-hmm. more time. You know, I'm working with busy entrepreneurs. They actually don't have time to sit down at a zoom. They're ready to like walk. They're calling me from an airplane sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's really up to you to set up your spaces in a way that is going to honor your evolution and then getting connected to what the journey is so you're not just changing it because out of thin air you want to but really connecting with how is this going to enhance the space and breaking the habitual thought pattern of value equals me holding their hand value Mm. equals them seeing me value equals all of that's outdated that's not actually where you want to exchange from and it's gonna open up this whole new world mm-hmm. of wow, my business. I feel free.
0: I feel like a lot of people listening to this right now are like pausing and going and restructuring their entire restructure it.
1: Oh, I feel mm-hmm. it too. I feel the freedom, the permission of you get to set it up however you want, love however that. you want.
0: I yeah. love that. So beautiful. And you know, one of the reasons too that I wanted to have this conversation, and I, I wanna kind of switch gears here because you just did something so beautiful, um, which we just did too. But I want to talk about your transformation with shifting from Tori Washington to Victoria Washington. And I had a chance to witness the beautiful um, live that you did. I think it was back in December, which was amazing. And just to even be and just like feel the energy of just making that transformation. But I just would love to know like what inspired it. How does it feel now? Just like share all the things.
1: Oh my gosh. I love this because I haven't talked to anybody about this yet. So the name change came to me in the beginning of 2021. And Mm -hmm. I was so nervous because I had just, it felt like Tori had just peaked. There was so much momentum. We just crossed a a huge, huge Mm -hmm. milestone. And we just did our first multiple six figure year. We had our first six figure month, all that happened in the beginning. And I, I heard it in church. I remember one of our pastors saying, you know, what did, what is the name that God is calling you to step into? And I heard Victoria. And when I was younger, I always felt like I was going to have that be my authored name. Like I was going to write my book under Victoria Washington. You, you'll see it in my journal. I have all these ideas for it. So it felt like book fifties, Victoria, you know, it's going to be my maiden, mm-hmm. my maiden chapter of like gray hair. And when I, when it came to me in 2021, I said, what we just, wait, we're, we just, we're doing this. It's ha- it's working so well, please don't make me change it. And I think every entrepreneur has that moment of it's working so well. I don't want to change it. Cause if I change one thing, then the money's going to go or the people aren't going to remember. Mm-hmm. So I sat with it and I realized that I'm so blessed that I sat with it because it edged me on And had me hold the power of Victoria without anybody knowing. And I was able to really calibrate to my expanded self. So by Mm -hmm. the time you saw it and my audience saw it, it was so integrated. It was so in me that it it flowed and nobody could question it. But if I were to have received that idea, pivoted, it'd be like taking a sharp right. And I don't know if you would have been ready. I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. wasn't fully integrated. So I sat in ceremony with her and that version of myself for the year. And I asked, how do you, how can I build a stage for you? How can I pave Mm -hmm. the path for you? And at this point we'd launched, gosh, like 12 programs. I love launching. I love selling. It's just such a natural thing. Things are always happening. I Really, we have a system down with the online space things were still shut down at the time. So there wasn't really an aspect of live events that was a possibility Mm -hmm. because originally we were going to go on tour last fall and we were going to introduce it that way. But then everything shut down again. And I said, okay, hold on back to the drawing board. So we did a, a mini documentary for House of We with a film crew. It ended up being phenomenal. I saw so much that was possible once I did that. And I said, I'm going to build the stage through video. I want to take them on behind the scenes of mm-hmm. Victoria's truth. And that was going to show, you know, what it looked like to to walk into this identity because if they just see the identity, it's going to go on their shelf as, up, oh, there's that other thing that I might not be able to do mm-hmm. because the more that you hold more, it becomes unrelatable at some point. Yeah. So I had to find a way to bring the human and the, the iconic Victoria together. They needed to be together and they needed to be mm-hmm. released together. So I told the film crew, I'm like, we have five weeks. Uh, I'm going to fly you in. We're we're going to film this for one day. They're like, we can't do two yeah. days. I'm like, I have one weekend in December and this has to happen before the end of the year. I just knew it had to happen before the end of the year. I, I, I'm so happy I didn't wait because- mm-hmm you know you just get the call like this is the time for this it this is the time this is the time so <laughs> they came in we filmed it was one of the hardest most challenging emotional i could cry thinking about it emotional mm-hmm. groundbreaking soulful days of my life to be exposed is one feeling but to choose exposure is another mm-hmm. and with your brand your life leads your brand, not the other way around. And my life led me to this point of choosing that particular temperature of exposure of I'm going to bear it all. And it's all going to be on video. You can't, you can't delete it. It's, it's out there now and it's Mm -hmm. everybody's seen it. And so I wanted to find a way to invite people in the room with me And to have them experience their own identity shift through what they were experiencing in the documentary. And I believe we did that because so many women have come to me and said, I, I did that with you, like that something shifted in me with you. And, um, I'm so proud of us as a community for, you know, evolving and taking that big risk and trusting that. It's not even your name that people remember, but it's the essence that you hold that people remember. And so if you are somebody listening right now and you're considering a big pivot and you want to do it in a big way where it doesn't just show up as an announcement on somebody's news Mm -hmm. feed, but you actually are like, I'm exposing this and I want you to come trust that Mm -hmm. and trust that you can make changes and people will. Evolve with you if you position it in a way where you're building the stage for all, not just for you.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so beautiful. And I'm already seeing so many quotes I need to like write down that were <laughs> so, so amazing. Oh, mm. And I was just going to ask you because I feel like this happened. I have been seeing this a lot where people are you know, like you said, they're, they've grown their business. They're feeling like everything's great, but it's like, okay, there's something else calling you. So I'm just curious too, if there were any initial things you'd mentioned before, just like kind of like sitting with it, sitting with this new version of yourself. Is there, are are there any other recommendations that you have, like for someone who's contemplating or listening right now, and they feel really called to move forward? Look outside of the industry, Mm.
1: go outside physically, first of Mm -hmm. all. And then second, look outside the industry. Instagram will have you feel so small. It'll have you feel like you're looking in a room of mirrors and everything looks the same because that's how it's positioned. Everybody's feed (gasps) looks like them. (laughs) Like I looked at Q's feed and I'm like, he's got all different (laughs) kinds of stuff. It's a completely different Instagram than my Mm -hmm. Instagram. And then I was looking at my hairstylist. She has all these hairs. So that's not where we want to look for the, the inspiration we can pull from there, but we have to look up. We have to go vertical. Zach Bush talks about this and I've talked about it on his behalf. And what I mean by that is look at what's in the room of your life and then Mm -hmm. what's happening in the world. And then look at other brands outside of your industry. So I'm looking at the Rihanna's of the world. I'm looking at how Oprah structures her interviews and how she creates a complete experience when you're just seeing two people talk mm-hmm. i'm watching how different events are being planned that have nothing to do with coaching and it gives you this engine of renewal yeah. that i think a lot of entrepreneurs are craving right now and it's going to show mm-hmm. you that there's so many ways to do something and that our industry is still so young it's still so new and we've done amazing things we're growing at rapid speed and it's going to continue to evolve and change the planet. And if we really want this to be a collective group of people contributing in their unique way, I believe wow. we have to look at other spaces and then see how we can put our twist on it and then draw it in. It's exactly mm-hmm. what I did with the brand documentary.
0: I love that because even for me too, just in my every day. I love design so much. Like interior design is my jam real estate. So I love that you said that too, because I also will look at design companies that have nothing to do with my industry, but I like, I get so much inspiration just from seeing that. Yeah. Um, That's I love how that you said stand that. out
1: on mm-hmm. my feed. I know your colors. I can tell that you have this interior design mm-hmm. energy to you. So when I think of, and when I think of you, I think of that energy and I think of, I think of luxury. I think of pristine. I think of if I'm going to get in the room with her, it's going to be so minimal that it takes your breath away. It's going to mm. be so dialed in, like that's your vibe. And I felt that through your brand, but I can Ooh, tell you to that. get that from our industry, you're doing yeah. it in your own way. And it, it feels like I'm in a magazine slash like my favorite backyard with coffee. I love it. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So you landed the plane the plane, but that was that, perfect so much more fun.
0: yeah I love that. Yeah. I love that. and I feel like we need to do like a part two on this because I feel like we could talk on and on about I, I love this whole topic and again, just like seeing you illustrate this and just do it in such a beautiful and eloquent way too just seems so it seems so natural and organic, even though for you, it came off as like, Hey, I'm exposing myself. Like I, again, I felt like I was part of the journey as you were making the mm-hmm. transformation. I know when when you had that live, I was like, sign me up. I'm going to be there. I'm going to yes. watch.
1: <laughs> oh my God. The room felt so powerful and nobody really knew each other, but by the end, it felt like we all knew each other. And I just, mm-hmm. I, after that ended, I just cried because my partner was in the room with me watching it, which felt even more mm-hmm. vulnerable. For some reason, and I was—it mm-hmm. just felt like I had an intimacy hangover the next day. I was like, "Okay, I'm complete for the year."
0: <laughs> and then you had Brandon Lake playing in like one of your songs, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done. This is yes.
1: where to be." <laughs> yes, oh. Brandon Lake, I am like manifesting that we meet this year, Brandon.
0: If you're, I'm like. <laughs> one of my favorite artists, so I love this. I love it. Um, for those that are listening in that want to consume more of your content and you just new in general, where can people find you, work with you, share all the details. And I'm going to put it in the show notes too.
1: Amazing. The house of we is the main space that I'm in, and you can Mm -hmm. find out more info at www.wealthembodimentflow.com. There's actually a money quiz on there that you can take. It'll get you some resources. And then we open up doors three times a year. Mm -hmm. So you'll just stay in tune. And then IG is my most used platform. So that's at I am Victoria Washington. And we post on there all kinds of amazingness. And you can come hang out with me.
0: Amazing. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you, Hannah.